fun in the sand. Hi, my name is Abun. I love adventures. I bet you do too. That's why I want to tell you about an amazing adventure I had. I traveled back in time and visited Saudi Arabia. It was a beautiful place, covered in sand and full of strange but wonderful things. The people there were so nice, even though they looked and spoke a little differently than we do. I'll never forget it. Come, let me tell you all about it. One summer night, my eldest brother Rayan called us all into the living room for a secret meeting. My older sister Kariman sat on the couch next to me. Our older brother Kinan sat across from Rayan, and we listened with anticipation. I have something amazing to show you," said Rayan, barely restraining his excitement. "What is it?" I asked curiously. Rayan is very smart and is always building interesting contraptions. I wanted to tell you about it, but maybe it's better if you see it," he said, smiling. Everyone agreed. I was the first one to jump out of my seat and follow my brother as he led the way down to the basement. Kinan and Kataman also followed expectantly. As soon as we got downstairs, we saw what Rayan had built. It looked just like a spaceship. Are we going into outer space? I asked eagerly. It's not a spaceship. It's a time machine, replied Rayan coolly. Wow, a time machine! We can travel back in time and visit our grandparents when they were little, or talk to people that lived hundreds of years ago. Kinan mentioned, "My brother loves learning about the past." Can we go somewhere now? Kariman asked. Definitely, answered Dreyan. But where do we go? After some discussion and a little bit of shouting, we finally agreed that Kinan's idea was best. We would visit the place where our family came from. We jumped into the time machine and were surprised to see all the colorful lights and buttons. Rayan asked us to buckle our seatbelts as he dialed the location and time. Saudi Arabia, 1930. Bismillah. Off we go. Kadiman prayed. In an instant, our basement disappeared, and our ship reappeared over a sea of white sand. Rayan found a hiding place for the time machine, and we stepped out onto the hot sand like lunar astronauts. It's so hot! I fussed. I pulled on the collar of my shirt to try to cool down. The heat from the scorching sun made us very uncomfortable. There has to be an air-conditioned building somewhere near, hoped Kataman, or a pool. I added. Forget about finding a pool out here, guys. We're in the Arabian desert now," replied Rayan. "That's right," continued Kinan. "And typical summer weather in Saudi Arabia is 45 degrees Celsius. Maybe we can find a place to hide from the sun," I suggested, scanning the horizon. Not very far from where we were, we spotted a group of buildings. We left the time machine hidden and began walking towards the village. Wiping the sweat from her brow, Kadiman remarked, "Rayan, I'm so thirsty. We must find a drink. Look, straight ahead of us. It's a wishing well." Rayan pointed in the direction of the village towards a small stone structure. A woman was lifting buckets out of it.
Let's make a wish for safe travels while we're away from home, I shouted. No, let's wish for some water, Kariman exclaimed. It seems like your wish is going to be granted, commented Kinan. Kariman looked up at him quizzically. He continued, That's not actually a wishing well. The people here don't use wells for wishing. Instead, they use them to find water deep under the ground. No kitchen sink here, my friend. Kinan smiled warmly at his younger sister. Without hesitation, Kariman nudged her way forward and spoke politely to the woman using the well. May I have some water? Come, and I will help you, young one. Having drunk our fill of water, we moved towards the village. I remember becoming more and more curious about the bustling activity ahead of us. Hmm, what is that man in white doing over there? I asked the others. I don't know. Let's go ask him, replied Rayan. We approached the older man. Rayan courageously spoke first. Oh, sir, what are you working on? Looking up at us, the old man said, I'm a cobbler. I make new madas and fix old ones as well. We circled the tent to see his handiwork. The old man suddenly leaned towards me. What are you wearing there on your feet? Those look very strange to me. His comment reminded us that we must look very different to everyone here. Trying our best to stay calm, we let him take a closer look at our modern footwear. Perhaps it would be better if we looked more like the people here, Rayan whispered. Others might stop us to see our modern clothes. My son, why not buy a pair of madas? the old man asked. The sandals he offered us were very nice, and I thought would help us blend in. Rayan, may I? I pointed to a pair of madas. No, Aban. Remember, you can't buy anything here because our money is different from this time in history. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oops, I said, feeling a little bit silly and out of place here in this village. Gently putting the sandals back down, we said our goodbyes and moved on. Caddyman led us down a path, lined with merchant tents on either side. Look at all the cool stuff here, she said exactly what I was thinking. What are those odd-looking jugs with the long pointy spouts? I asked. Taking me by the hand, Rayan cruised over to a tent and lifted one of the jugs for me to see more closely. It's called Adullah, said Kinan, who came over with us. Mom uses one all the time to serve Arabic coffee. Haven't you seen it before, Aban? Um, maybe. Ours just looks more modern, I guess. I took my time appreciating the artistic details of the cups. I couldn't forget the way the merchant smiled at me, hoping that I would be his next customer. Kariman spotted a henna artist across the way. She pushed us aside, saying, Perfect! Boys, I'm not going to leave until I get my hands done. Cue up then, Kariman, said Kinan. Oh, but wait! What about the money problem? Well, let me see what happens, she replied. Kariman turned to the henna artist and in perfect Arabic said, Assalamu alaikum. Walaikum assalam, my daughter, the old woman responded. You seem like a nice young girl, so I will do your hands for free. Shukran, aunt. Lucky me. That's very kind of you. I still remember how amazed I was moments later when Kadiman showed us the detailed henna design on her hands. We wanted to say something, but we were too impressed for words. Kadiman's eyes beamed with pride. 
Our awe was interrupted by the voices of a nearby merchant and his customer. They were standing in a tent full of fancy clothing. They look like coats stitched with golden threads, exclaimed Rayan. Those aren't coats, responded Kinan. Each one is called a bisht, and Saudi men still wear them where we come from. There were tons of stands all around us, and we were getting caught up with all of the beautiful treasures being sold. These are called sadu, said Kinan, pointing to what looked like an elaborate rug. It's a kind of Bedouin carpet. A distant round of applause made us all turn around. What's that? asked Kariman in a surprised tone. The merchant overheard her question, and pointing in the direction of the sound said, Children, don't you know it's Khalid's wedding day? Can we go see? asked Kariman. I don't see why not, replied the old man. Other than the fact that you're not properly dressed for a wedding. We were all a little disappointed and tried to think of ways we could get clothes, but Rayan reminded us that without money, it would be nearly impossible. Well, these people don't seem to mind us too much, argued Kinan. Let's just relax and enjoy as much as we can. We followed the sound down the path and witnessed a small concert taking place in the hot sun. I have never seen an instrument with only one string. My words were full of surprise. It's strange but familiar. It sounds lovely, commented Kariman. It's called a rababa, said Rayan softly. The four of us stood there listening to the rababa, entranced by its unique sound. It seemed to echo inside of me, and I felt like I was home. When the song ended, Kinan beckoned. Look, I see a tent with more musical instruments. Let's go in. This tent turned out to be my favorite of them all. Despite our banging and clamoring, the merchant smiled as we tried our hands on the different instruments. I know what this is. It's an oud, I said energetically. It's on TV all the time. I love the way it sounds. That's right, young man. And I'll give you a good price for this very special oud, said the merchant upon hearing my comment. But first tell me, what is this TV you speak of? Where is Kinan? shouted Drayan, trying to change the subject. He had overheard the merchant ask me about the TV. Hurry up, let's go find him. But this is so much fun, Drayan. Let's keep playing, I responded. Pulling me aside, he whispered, If no, you weren't such a blabbermouth, I wouldn't have to worry so much about what you might say next. He seemed a little nervous. But now, I'm more worried about finding Kinan. We left and found Kinan on the path again, watching people in special costumes dancing. Our little sister was right behind us. Kariman, what are they doing? I asked, knowing that my sister loved to dance back home. I can tell you, but the best way to learn is to join right in and try it yourself, she answered. I decided to follow her advice. Woohoo, look at me! I wish mom and dad could see me now. Boys are silly, Kariman giggled. Hey Kariman, where are you going? I asked. Don't you want to see me give everyone another modern dancing lesson? Of course I do, but I also want to see the rest of the wedding. When the dancers were finished, Kariman found the wedding ceremony. We tried to stand back so that our strange clothes wouldn't disturb anyone, but Kariman couldn't help pushing forward to get a better look, besides the fact that she is short. 
The dresses were overwhelmingly beautiful. The embroidery on them was intricate and stunning. When Kariman returned, we came across a clearing in the path where we encountered many native animals of Arabia. Rayan beckoned us to come closer. Aren't you all glad we came here? This is my favorite part of all, he said with glee. Wow, those men have falcons and Arabian horses, exclaimed Kinan. And look at the thin dogs with feathery tails. What are they called? Kariman questioned. The men use these Saluki dogs in the desert for hunting, answered Dreyan. I've never seen camels up close like this, I said. The heat must have been getting to my head, because I fell into a deep daydream where Rayan and I were actually riding camels together. Our grandfather says camels are fast and surprisingly comfortable, said Kinan, snapping me out of my slumber. But I would prefer a Ferrari, a much faster ride like our time machine, he added. Hey, do you guys smell food? I asked, distracted by the aroma. Yes, my belly is starting to ache, responded Kariman. Mine too. Let's go see what's cooking, Rayan insisted. Our noses followed the mouth-watering scent down the path. At last, we found a woman using a fire for cooking, but she held a strange tool in her hand. What's that thing that looks like a pointy accordion? I asked. The Saudis call it menfach, or bellows, as the British say. It blows air into the fire to keep it burning, said Kariman. The food smells good, but it's starting to get dark here. I suggest we leave now, Rayan. Shouldn't we? whispered Kinan. You're right. This has been fun, but we should head home. Kinan and Rayan made it back to the place where we hid the time machine, but I could not resist looking into a few more tents along the way. Kettyman and I rounded the corner just as they were ready to take off again. Come on, time travelers. It's time to go back to the future, Rayan shouted. Or go back to the present, you mean, joked Kettyman laughing. The time machine gently lifted up to the sky, leaving behind the amazing people and places we visited. When can we do this again? I asked. Inshallah, soon, responded Rayan as we began our safe journey home. I'm glad you remembered how to find your way home, Rayan, said Kettyman jokingly. You're right. You're lucky I didn't actually take us to the dinosaur age. We all laughed at his reply. This is the best time machine ever, I shouted smiling. After a big dinner, I went to my room ready for sleep. Okay, Iban, you can keep all of this a secret, can't you? Whispered Rayan. Yes, brother, I can. Thank you so much for the best history lesson ever. Good night, little time traveler, said Rayan as he tucked me in for some much needed rest. It was time to dream about my next adventure. <laughs>